Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rosita and Robert. So if I'm sounding a little less, I don't know, uh, high-quality mic, it's because I am low-quality mic. <laughs> I'm on the phone. Sifu Robert Deals also on the phone with me on the helm. How you doing, Sifu Bob? Good. I'm, I'm doing well. Uh <laughs> You know, we were talking before the show, and I'm not going to get into it right now, but it was some pretty funny stuff. Uh, you know, yeah. and if, if everybody doesn't know, it's our third anniversary. We've been doing it three years now. My wife Woo-hoo. was sitting at the table yesterday, and I said, I can tell Rosie that she's put up with you, with me for one-tenth of the time you have. She looks me in the eye, and she says, she doesn't hold a candle to me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, what's going on with my board? What? Something said that I needed flash for something. Whatever. All right. <laughs> I don't want to know about you flashing anything. I know, right? Well, I tried to hit the joke rim shot thing, and it said, my phone said, we're sorry, but you require flash or something like that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Flash? Why? Oh. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try it again. Hold on. Okay, okay. Go. So it does work. If I hit outside the little button, it tells me I need Flash. But, yeah, three years, me and Bob have been on the air. Three years, we've had amazing guests and amazing co-hosts, and we're going to talk a little bit about that during our open mic a little bit later. So after our first segment, uh, feel free to give us a call, 347-677-0699, and let's just shoot the breeze and talk shop, talk martial arts, talk about anything you want as we celebrate. So <laughs> anyway, so three years. Can you believe that? September. Not, no, I can November 11th was the first episode that we ever did and we were lucky enough to have guru lindsay largusa on the show with us that night and we were we were then like we are now we were both on the phone <laughs> yes there was yes. This, there, i didn't discover skype until later, um, I didn't discover uh, sound mixing. and Well, I mean, I knew about sound mixing, but I didn't know you could do it online. And I got apps and got obsessed with it and stuff like that. And the show just blew up from there. And uh, lots of great fans out there and a lot of regulars. So, you know, we're really thankful 
for all of you out there uh, who are listeners and have helped us uh, by calling in and being guests and stuff like that. So if you are a guest or a co-host, please call in. We expect uh, Kumu Michelle Manu to be calling at about 7 o'clock after she gets Uh-oh. off her gig. So we, we, we it's going to be cool. We have a caller now. We have a caller right now. Well, why right don't now. you go punch that button? Because I cannot. Because <laughs> you cannot. I punch the button. Area code 818. You are on live with Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? Hello there. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Guys, that was, that was her Filipino you know, Robert Farrell right? impression, Rusty. What? <laughs> Happy anniversary, guys! It's me, Lady Lelaine Reed. <laughs> hey, lady, hey, how you doing? Lady. Hi. I thought I'd uh, call in this time to join you on your party tonight. Oh, good. Good, oh, good, excellent. good. Right on. Very yeah. cool. Because <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just talk shop and talk about stuff and you know anything that you guys want to talk about. Um, beep beep! It's gonna blow up. What's <laughs> <laughs> that your alarm? <laughs> it's, it's blowing up. <laughs> it's blowing up. What's going on? Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, but yay! Thanks for joining the party. Uh, yes, I was just definitely. telling the listeners. Yeah, I was just telling the listeners about our first episode about how it. You know, I just find it ironic, Bob, that we are doing our third anniversary um, the way we started on the phone. Because <laughs> where we both sound kind of tinny, kind of like on the phone-ish, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's been a wonderful past three years, and uh, we hope to get to reminisce a little bit uh, later on down the road. But uh, why don't we go ahead and move on? Hey, you know what? Before we get into birthdays, I, I have to I have to celebrate about what we were talking about a little bit earlier before the show, Bob, because I find it funny. Well, <laughs> and what, what pray tell? What might that be? Uh, <laughs> there was a let me I need to go take a look though because it's like I forgot what the what poll it was, but there was a poll <laughs> online. <laughs> Oh, I get it. I see where you. I see where you're going with that. I see. Sorry. So, so when the when the listeners hear what I have to say, they'll understand. understand. Bob is. They'll understand why Bob is like tripping out over there. I got to find it though. There was anyway. There was like a online survey poll, if you will, um, on Esquire.com, and uh, the survey was, what is the, let me go back and see here, what is the most life-changing burger in America, <laughs> right? You had to put it like that. <laughs> and, and, and apparently in Esquire, there is a, uh, um, a, a segment, that's what we call radio, um, there's a column right. called Eat Like a Man. And, you know, they talk about stuff like barbecue and stuff like that, right? Well, they they asked the readers, what is the most life-changing burger joint in America? And we're going to start from the bottom here. 
we've got um, all other responses. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but port of call. That's a that's a burger joint. That's uh, down at the bottom. There's another one called Father's Office. Is there a Father's Office in Los Angeles? No. Uh, it's called Father's Office. And then there's Steak and Shake, the Shake Shack, Raise Hell Burger, Raise as in the name, <laughs> Raise Hell Burger in Arlington, Kuma's Corner in Chicago, Black and Orange in D.C., Five Guys, you know, national chain, in and out you know, really good burger. However, the number one most life-changing burger joint is here in Seattle, Dick's. Dick's Drive-In. Mm-hmm. That's right. The best hangover food in America. I think greasy fries and greasy oniony. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, we <laughs> I just want to celebrate that yes, all of us Seattleites, we eat dicks over here. <laughs> so if someone tells us, "Ah, go get a bag of dicks," we don't we don't see it as as an, an insult. So, way to go, dicks! Right on. Way to meet the the top most life changing burger joint in Seattle, according to Esquire magazine. <laughs> Well, now I got a question for the lady because her and her husband are very good friends of mine. What if somebody came up to you and said, "Lady, would you like to go grab a dick burger?" What would you say? I lost her. She's silent. Where'd she go? <laughs> oh no! I couldn't manipulate it after that. <laughs> she was thinking. <laughs> I'd like to go grab a bag of dicks. Somebody else. <laughs> right. Let's just go grab a bag of dicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go grab one. <laughs> Let's go grab some Actually, dicks. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't want to have a, a, a double. Uh, <laughs> 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 We call that the dick deluxe over here. <laughs> we call that we call that the dick oh deluxe. God. And you know what? And you know what? It's you know just like any other local institution, you can always tell who the tourists are, right? Right? Yeah. You know, like you know, like in Cali, I know that there's like you know some great popular food joints down there, and, and you have to order right. It's like going to to Starbucks, right? Um, over here. You know, we call it, there's the Dick's Deluxe. That's the double patty, you know, blah, 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 with pickles and, and onions and all the junk on it, right? And you can tell if somebody's from out of town, if they come up and they go, all right, I'd like a chocolate shake um, and give me one of those Dick's Deluxe and two large fries. Well, there's no such thing as a large fry. It's just you get a bag of fries. That's it, right? So, you know, if you are if you live here, you just go uh, a deluxe fries and a taco shake. And all right. And it costs you maybe about five bucks. That's it. <laughs> wow. It's awesome. It's awesome. Anyway, well, yeah. And by the way, most of us know that I'm going to be up to see you in a week and a half now, right? The, the, uh-huh. I'm coming up there. I th- yep. you're you're selling me, and I'll continue with this. But you're selling me a bill of goods about the weather. 
I picked up, everybody knows I'm driving for Lyft now. I picked up somebody at Burbank Airport that came in from Seattle, point blank. I said, what's the weather like on the 18th? said, it's going to be cold and wet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she never <laughs> said that to me. <laughs> she never said it was going to you know, be cold. She never said it was going to be wet. She said, bring a jacket. It, That's all she said. It never, it never occurs to me to tell people about the weather because I just assume people know that it kind of rains here in the winter. But <laughs> so, yeah. So bring a yeah, just bring a jacket. I mean, we've got umbrellas, but then everyone will know you're a tourist. So yeah, it's. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even think all I own one because you know. Oh, well, you know what? We do have another caller though. All right. We do Let's have another caller. Let's punch the button. All right. Area code nine three seven. You are live on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? It's Sensei Wayne. Hey, Sensei Wayne. How's it going? Since hey, Wayne like place... missed out on the bag of dicks. Does that place for <laughs> big dicks? <laughs> they do. We call it the deluxe. <laughs> I was sitting here dying laughing. <laughs> That's hilarious. I have to celebrate because, see, other than the space needle, you know, we just kind of stick to ourselves. Or well, well, I take that back. Other than the space needle and Microsoft, we just kind of like stick to ourselves, and we're not known by much. But I must say, it's the best hangover food ever. Some, you know, some people from out of town go, "Huh, this is really good." I'd like somebody from Ohio, 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 <laughs> said, "Oh my God, this is the best greasy joint burger I've ever had." And I'm like, "Really?" Because it's like, you know, there's got to be other great greasy joint and burgers what was out it, there. What was they serve hot dogs. They serve. <laughs> <laughs> You're close. They serve <laughs> really long straws. Was As a, they, no, they serve big there. <laughs> Ladies, like, oh my <laughs> God, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't be saying, oh, what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> With an S. What a dick. That's right. <laughs> Strawberry shake to go on top. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Sensei Wayne. We, uh, Sensei Wayne, for our listeners out there, for for those of you that aren't familiar, Sensei Wayne has been a very frequent guest co-host with us here at the dojo and we absolutely love you Wayne we love it every time you join in because you take the humor meter up to a hundred you know <laughs> me and Bob only take it to maybe 75 you, well, you, you help us take it to a hundred so we love it we love it we love it we uh, love you, you love you you have, you, love not, you. Heard so, lady, you have not heard lady her best then <laughs> I've driven her places <laughs> Some of the crap that comes out of her mouth, you look at her and you go, what? (laughs) (laughs) And lady's like, shut up, Bob. (laughs) Shut up, Bob. (laughs) You know, that that innocent stuff that she used to do to me, it doesn't work Uh anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It does not work. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That is funny. Well... (laughs) Well, since we have you guys on the show, why don't we uh, why don't we go ahead and get started? Let me go ahead and give the uh, listeners our phone number again in case they want to join the party. You know, I'll go out and get a bag of dicks even for everybody. Our phone number is three four seven 
All right, what's our number? Three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. We even have a chat board when like Bob pulls it up. <laughs> I'm on I was my phone. Say, I never you know, okay. seen that chat board. Well, you, well, that's because you actually have to get on the uh, the the show that's, marquee that's, on the Blog I, Talk Radio link. I tried so, and I couldn't get on it, so I left it alone. Oh, weird. Well, yeah. I don't I don't know if I can get on it cuz I'm on my phone and I got a bitch and moan about this before uh before we go uh go to birthdays and stuff. I'm down to my phone for everything. I'm all, I'm almost at my 10 gigabyte data limit until T-Mobile starts to throttle me to like snail speed. Um because the uh the internet service provider that I had, Clearwire. Now, any Clearwire people out there? Raise your hand. Uh-huh. They they went they merged with AT and T I think I don't remember but they uh-huh. which company they merged with but they merged which meant that all Clearwire modems went boop offline as of November sixth so since then uh-huh. I've had no internet at home and at my new studio the internet isn't scheduled to be installed until next Thursday so <clears throat> I've been doing absolutely everything on my phone or going to Starbucks with my netbook and, and stuff like that. I can't without my phone. I have to have it's my a, phone. It, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. And um, for our listeners out there, it's open floor. We can talk about anything, right? We'll talk about martial arts later. But it's kind of weird because I, I have to think, how did I run my business without a yeah. smartphone? Exactly. You know, I had, I had one of those box Macs. You remember those? Those mm-hmm. old Macintosh computers when they used to be yeah. just called Macintosh. And I had one of those specifically just for bookkeeping, black and white, and you know, you know what? Those, just the box. Those old Macs were great for that. They do, yeah. They and were. I think they I were still really have great it for that. Somewhere. Yeah, and that, they, it worked really great for that. And we did that until like ninety two, ninety three, until I finally went, okay, you know what? I think it's time to get a laptop. You know, let's get a laptop running XP. And, <laughs> and oh my gosh, <laughs> the internet. How cool is this, right? So, you know, and so I think back and I go, wow, I did everything in a ledger book. I did everything with the Mac. Um, I did everything on a cash accrual, ba- uh, a cash basis, not accrual. Um, and yeah, and it was so much easier. Now, it's just a pain in the butt. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so give us a call, folks. We can talk about anything. It's our third anniversary show. We're going to reminisce about this past year and even previous years and talk about anything you want. So why don't we go ahead and get started? So, Of course, Bob, of course you, Ru- you, Rusty, you, you probably uh, did your accounting on an, ab- on an abacus. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know those actually take some skill. You know. <laughs> yes, they do. And you know, you without your phone is like lady without her camera. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much everything. I I stay I I stay connected to well you. I stay connected to social media. I stay connected to uh, my students and my assistants. It's like it's like crazy. It's like how did how did that work? We'd have to carry around like a a pocket full of dimes just to make those calls, you know, and answer the pages. You ask know, a question. Sure. Do you, how how much you know? Do you get back from any internet um, internet forums or anything like that for your school? Do you get much you know, back? You know, actually, I mean, 
Yeah, so as never, far as I like never new ran students, any kind of survey to see what I'd ever done, you know. You know, um, uh, you know, that's something I should try to do is put out a survey about how many yeah, schools ask, get most you know, of where, their. Where did you hear about us from, and you know, things like that. We used to have have a girl that done that for us, and she done it very, very, very well. Good job. I mean, it's just she was yeah. just out there with everything, but. I can't do that, <laughs> you know. That's, I'm a, like that's a great idea. I think, yeah. you know, for the most part, I guess it depends on <clears throat> how people search on the Internet, right? So, like, I know that people are searching for Seattle martial arts, those mm-hmm. words, and the keywords West Seattle martial arts. Because I've got this thing, I set up this thing on uh, Google um, where <clears throat> it'll notify you when people search for certain keywords that you want to look for. So, you know, I type uh-huh. in Seattle, Kung Fu, Karate, Martial Arts, um, Tai Chi, Qigong, uh, the, the, what's like Alaska Junction, Morgan Street Junction, South Seattle, you know, that kind of thing. So I get notifications on in Gmail about mm-hmm. what people are searching for. And uh, when you pull up the email – um, it tells you what sites um, were offered to them, right? So I'm like, oh, okay, I got offered again. And usually about seven times out of ten, after I get a notification and find my site was offered, I get a web response form through mm-hmm. my website that wants to ask questions or pre-register for a kid's class or an adult's class. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then when people go to the website, the first thing that pops up if they, you know, if they type in the Seattle Wushu Center is my Google Maps uh, marquee, mm-hmm. which, thank gosh, is now open because I was closed for a few months there. I, I don't know you, why you I was, was closed. You were, like, having problems like I had problems. I mean, open yeah. and close, open and close, move here, move there. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I'm open, and now I've got the right address, and now people can see me. And it's amazing what happens just that little Google marquee, because since since I opened, I'm getting more web response forms now. I don't, uh-huh. you know, just yeah. And it's, so it's like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I guess the it's the like first thing people really see is close. You know, you know it's there, but you don't really notice it. And then the next yeah. day you're getting responses like, oh wow, okay, well yeah, I guess it does work. So. Yeah, yeah, we, don't have yeah. Any, so, you know, we didn't have anybody to do that for a while, and it was just odd. The one girl handled actually, so I think she was one of the parents of one of the kids, and she would handle uh, all Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff for us. But now that she's gone, we don't have the school, we don't have to worry about it. But I was just curious if anybody else noticed what kind of uh, you know feedback you get off of it. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's um, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'm, I'm gonna have to set up a survey just out of curiosity on that yeah, because just to see what it you know, is, and you I know? think it'd be interesting to to put up on Facebook and get and get you know people's take on that because I know you know it, it it works for me and word of mouth of course, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but, I use like you know, like my my Google search just about daily. Yeah. You know, okay, mm-hmm. Google. You know, then I just ask a question and they just take from that question. And just compound all this information and slam it to you. And usually the top two or three are like dead on what I need. Right. You know, address that I'm looking for or, you know, review from a restaurant or something like that. Mm-hmm. But very I've never cool. used it for anything else. But that's pretty, yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. Now, now lady, cool. why are you so quiet? You're the one You're the one who does all the uh, media for uh, uh, Reed's Yeah. 
Yes, I do. I'm sorry. I was just listening because uh, we actually just got home and, you know, <laughs> the kids can be uh, uh, too loud. That's why I muted my cell phone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I've been listening, yes. Um, I must say uh, from the social media like uh, Facebook, uh, we haven't really gotten any students at all. <laughs> uh, oh. But... But we've, we've received uh, a couple of phone calls, you know, inquiring uh, about our school and uh, what are the the time schedules and stuff. And we even uh-huh. got uh, at least one guy coming over. But then it, it turned out, you know, it's not his style after all, you know. So, uh-huh. oh, well, it's, yeah. it's, it's slow. Well, you, you, know what I've, you know what I found, there. though, when it, comes to, when it comes to Facebook, I've found that... You know, it's Facebook is great, but it's not like Google where you can just type in yeah. random things and yeah. then a whole bunch of mm-hmm. stuff pops up, right? You know, you can't just type in, right. you know, like uh, Seattle Kung Fu. Well, I mean, you, you can, you know, but then you'll get like yeah. all these things that could be just pages, but not necessarily, yeah. you know, about a business, I get a lot of those right? Too. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, you know, that's the only drawback. You know, and you ask you if you want to be the first to give a survey or, survey or whatever to it. I've, I've run into a lot of those lately. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it depends on, you know, how people search, you know, how to search mm-hmm. smart, right? Um, yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, Facebook isn't like that. Um, so I don't yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I definitely want to talk more about uh, marketing a little bit later, considering it is open floor today, um, you know, after we talk a little bit about uh, some of the guests we've had over the years. But uh, let's go ahead and move it on over to birthdays. What do you have for birthdays there, Sifu Bob? Well, I have on uh, today is Mika Hedzik. Her birthday is today. Mike Dell, Sensei Mike Dell, his birthday is on the 11th. Sensei Bo Justice Borden, his birthday is also on the 11th. A uh, good friend of the show and a good friend of yours, Lori O'Connell Olsen. Her birthday is on the 13th. Tony Swearingen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why you do some of this stuff, Russ. I swear to God. Uh, his birthday is on the 14th. And you may remember Tony from the 2012 U.S. CMAS because he was the guy who hit on you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I remember him. (laughs) That's cool. I remember. When's his birthday? Uh, 14th. Oh, okay. Well, I've got a couple. And I want everybody to know this while ladies on the phone that according to to the, the name says website, her husband is my hottest friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my husband is Robert Hughes' hottest friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And, and, you know, Rosie, well, the, gonna... what, the thing with that, though, is that Every time I do something like that, because we communicate so often on Facebook, it always comes up with you. So I go, great, let oh, me yeah, test yeah. this out. I thought for sure it was going to come up with you or Lady, right? And it comes up with David. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That must be your secret, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> secret's out. You ain't telling me, bud. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I've got a few birthdays, too. Uh, happy birthday to Guru Jeff Finder. His birthday's on the 12th. Uh, a good friend of mine from uh, the Beacon Hill neighborhood, uh, Kate Chin. His birthday's also on the 12th. Johnny Ray Gaska. His birthday's also on the 12th. And who else do we got? Uh, Alfred Gamiel on the 13th. And Tommy Lee on Saturday the 14th. And Joseph Dara, a a knife-throwing friend of mine on Facebook, also on the 14th. And Aaron Irons, who's also on the 14th. He's a uh, massage therapist and uh, Qigong uh, Tai Chi guy. Oh, that kind of thing. So, um, oh, my I got to bring something up first. I got to do this. I, I, I said that? to myself, I'm not going to. A friend of mine that, oh, actually, lady didn't meet him. He works with me. Found him. Now, now he's in the legitimate massages because he's got a bad back. And he goes on Groupon. Mm-hmm. Groupon gives him deals on massages, right? He got like three for uh-huh. like 45 bucks. Great deal from a college. He found uh-huh. one on there that, that I swear to God, I cannot make this stuff up. He found a massage place on Groupon called Happy Endings. <laughs> no way. No yeah, way. Really? Swear, he showed it to me. Really? I swear to God. Oh my God. Can you imagine a legitimate massage place called Happy Endings? <laughs> oh my god that's what that is that's who, who, who named that anyhow for everyone having a birthday the week of november 8th through the 14th this tune is for you i think i gotta push the button oh, i wanna wanna wish you a happy birthday Really, really fun three years. It's been a fun year, 
actually. It's it's been a really great year, and uh, we thank you and and Lady and and everybody and Wayne and just everybody out there that's been listening and helping us co-host and all that other all that other good stuff. And we're gonna open the floor for some uh, open floor. Uh, open practice at the dojo uh, after we talk a little bit about the, about the show. But uh, with that said, uh, do we have? Oh, I was going to say, Bob, do we have any announcements? And I was going to say, I want to put another shout out out there about the proposed screening. But do you have any announcements, Bob? Uh, no, not before weird news. I don't. Okay. Well, I I want to remind our Seattle listeners out there that Bob and I are going to be hosting a proposed one-night-only screening of The Martial Arts Kid, the new movie pro- produced by Traditions Entertainment and James Wilson and uh, Michael Baumgarten. And uh, Bob and I have been working for months and months and months and months uh, covering the behind-the-scenes and uh, for this particular movie and interviewing the stars of the movie. And I thought to myself, you know, I'd really love – a screening here in Seattle because it's been everywhere else. It's been in Chicago. It's been in the Midwest. It's been on the East coast, all over California, you know, except for Seattle, you know, and Seattle, Hey, you know, we're, we're, we're a martial art town. <laughs> we're, you know, we have lots of martial arts people. So, you know, we decided, Hey, you know, let's go ahead and try to host a screening. We were working through a company called tug, uh, tug.com, T-U-G-G.com. And uh, we're 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 having people purchase their tickets there. They're only e-tickets. You cannot get tickets at the door. And our purchase deadline for the tickets is this Tuesday, November 10th. The actual screening, however, is slated for November 18th. That's a Wednesday, if I if I uh, remember correctly. And um, and that they need that week to be able to, um, you know, go back and forth with the theater and get the film delivered up here and and all that other kind of stuff. So I implore my Seattle friends out there, if you want to see what um, the website, uh, we'rekickingit.com, which is a website that's dedicated to stopping uh, stopping bullying, Kickingit.com says this is a socially responsible movie that families should see together. And, uh, you know, so if We're Kicking It is endorsing the movie, um, then that means that the message about how martial arts philosophy can improve your life and uh, improve your confidence and help you stand up against bullying, then I think you guys should see it. So just go to – Oh, what is the link? Do you happen to have the link on there with you, Bob? I I can't find anything. I know it's like tug.com event seven something something something. Let me, let me right, see if I can right. find it. Let's see. I think I've got – oh, here we go. It is okay. – oh, I lost it. <laughs> Where would it go? Let's see here. Oh, this on a little teeny farm. Oh, gosh. Okay, here it is. I got it. Okay. Tug.com forward slash events forward slash 71037. Got it. That's the link. All right. Awesome. 
Wow. Do you hear that? It sounds like a banshee in the background. Okay, lady, uh... we're in kids. Very quiet right now. That wasn't us. It, 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 it was weird. It sounded like. Oh, that come up. That come up from my laptop. I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I couldn't even hear it. I've got my, my my headphones turned down a little bit, but my always you paid attention. My mic is in front of my face. It was it was a cheering. Oh, was it okay? It sounded yeah, like a banshee We had a demonstration a last night. So oh, we had a demonstration okay. last night, and uh, myself and one of the other instructors, we broke uh, some concrete. I did an elbow strike, and he done a palm heel strike. And oh, cool. it was I was just happened to rewatch the thing while I was listening to you guys talk. Oh, cool. <laughs> wow. But, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I wasn't though. even thinking Yay. it. My, my uh, speaker for my cool. laptop was right in the front. That is cool. That is cool. So, Yeah. Sounds like a fun demo. Oh, Congrats. There it goes again. Stop, stop, oh, there it goes stop. more. Yeah, yeah it, sounds, it sounds like something out of Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, let's move on. Let's go on to health news. Assuming I can get my button to work here. <laughs> health news. <laughs> there we go. Ah, <sighs> when you don't have a mouth. Okay. This is about. It's the time of year, folks, where uh, seasonal affective disorder or SAD. Uh, becomes prevalent in uh, certain states where it is always, you know, cold and dark, like Seattle during the winter, right? Mid parts of the Midwest. So, you know, down there in California and Hawaii, I, I gather that's less of a thing. But um, there has been a study stating that talk therapy may beat light therapy in treatment for seasonal affective disorder. Now, this um, this comes out of uh, the Health Day Reporter, and uh, this article was released on the 6th. So, so the, here's what the, the Health Day Reporter says. As winter's short days approach, more people will suffer from the depression of seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD. Now, new research suggests that talk therapy is better than light box therapy in preventing relapses of the ailment. Now, for people out there that um, are unfamiliar with it, um, uh, seasonal affective disorder is is technically a type of depression that follows the seasons uh, based on the duration of sunlight that that happens during the day, right? Um, now, in the 1990s, it was discovered that people were more likely to get really depressed during the winter due to the lack of exposure to sunlight. So uh, with that, some of the people at the American Psychiatric Association now recommend light therapy, um, which is a timed exposure to bright artificial light. So that way it tricks your brain into making the necessary uh, chemical soup, so to speak, to elevate your mood. So um, a new study led by psychology professor Kelly Rohan of the University of Vermont pitted light therapy against talk therapy in the treatment of SAD. The study included 177 people with SAD who received six weeks of treatment with either form of therapy. The talk therapy was 
cognitive behavioral therapy, a treatment, um, a treatment approach that taught people to challenge negative thoughts about dark winter months and to avoid behaviors such as social isolation that can harm your mood. Now, in the first winter after the initial treatment, both groups had similar relief from the symptoms of depression associated with SAD. However, two winters after the initial treatment, recurrence of depression symptoms occurred in about 46% of those in the light therapy group. That's a lot, considering that, you know, if you've got 177 people, you take half of those people, right? And almost half of those people relapsed into depression. That's crazy. Now, that's only compared with only 27% in the talk therapy group. Those in the light therapy group also tended to have more severe symptoms of depression than those who received the talk therapy. So, many people also find it tough to stick to light therapy over the long term. Patients have to keep using the treatment for it to be effective. Adhering to light therapy prescription upon waking for 30 minutes to an hour every day for up to five months in the dark states Sometimes you just don't have the time for that, and it can be bur- burdensome, right? So mm. investigators found that by the second winter, only 30% of patients in the light therapy group were still using the equipment for light therapy. In contrast, talk therapy is a preventive treatment. Once sad patients learn the basic skills, the therapy has long-term effects that give them a sense of control over their depressive symptoms. So... It uh, sounds like a pretty promising treatment against SAD. Now, although more research needs to be done, the study shows how behavioral therapy plays a vital role in treating SAD and ultimately may serve as a cure. And again, this comes from Health Day Reporter. Uh, This was originally published on the 6th. So that's it for my health news. I guess we can move on to, come on, weird news. Weird news. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That'll work. It keeps telling me that I need flash. I don't know why. Weird <laughs> no idea. news. Oh. Well, there it goes. And every time she stops and she pushes the button the last few times, it's been me. <laughs> now, I just issued you a public challenge, Rusty, online on Facebook. On Facebook, you want to go to your Facebook and read my challenge? Let me get my other browser up here. Let's see. You <laughs> forgot she's on her phone. I'm <laughs> this on my may phone. Take a while. Yes, I am. This. <laughs> Well, well, my my Skype my Skype icon's in the way. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. I guess it must be the post that you tagged me in. Okay. Yep. Here is uh, okay challenge to me. If we sell enough tickets to the martial arts kid, where by Tuesday? What? If we sell enough tickets to the martial arts kid, where by Tuesday? At 5 p.m., we need 10 or less. I will purchase the balance of the tickets, 10 or less, so that this showing can happen in Seattle. You up for it? Hmm. Okay, Seattle people. (laughs) Listen up, Seattle people. (laughs) If If I can sell 
between now and Tuesday before 6.30 p.m., Seafood Bob is willing to shell out 120 bucks to, to buy out the rest of those 10. And guess what? We'll have 10 more tickets to give to anyone that wants to go. Just text me and show up. I'll give you a ticket. See this show. So get out there, folks. Go to tug.com backslash events backslash. I forgot the event number. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. So go to my Facebook page, Restita de Jesus, and uh, go find go find a link. You just have to scroll down a little bit. I'm going to post it again, and I'm going to post it again tomorrow, and I'm going to post it again on Tuesday. <laughs> we only need 45 people in Seattle to go see this movie. And like kickinit.com says, it is a socially responsible movie that families should see together. Now, disclaimer, this movie um, – is good specifically for kids that are 10 and older, um, maybe eight, but like very young kids, like five years old, that kind of thing. They're not going to understand what's going on because, you know, there's a love story and then there's, you know, the whole like, should I use my karate and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. A lot of concepts that very, very young children won't understand. And there's fighting. So some people, some kids might get scared by that. So 10 and above. They'll they'll understand the message. So, you know, come on, folks. You know, grab your kids. Come on out. The screening is slated for the Regal Thornton Place 14 Stadium and IMAX in Northgate. So there's plenty of parking. Thank goodness I decided against Pacific Place, which is in the middle of downtown, and parking is a bear. You, it's, it's impossible to find parking downtown, um, even in the garage. Um, so I decided to take it out north. Um, and uh, Northgate is only about five minutes outside of downtown Seattle. So come on out, folks. Come on out. It'll make a great, great evening. Anyhow, I'm up for it. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try there, Bob. I'm gonna try. <laughs> forty-five tickets. Okay. All I need is forty-five Be- tickets. Before we go on a weird news, let me bring on uh, our our East Coast rep. A good friend of the show, Madison Hall of Fame alumni, Professor Patrick McDaniel. Professor Patrick, Woo-hoo! how are you? Sir? Hey, how are you guys doing over there? Hi, Professor. Doing well, man. Doing We're doing well. great. We're doing awesome. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Now, I had a question for you, Professor. I, For some reason, I, I told Bob that you were a guest co-host for a show. Were you a guest co-host, or did we ask you to, to be more like a, a consultant on a couple of things? I don't remember. I was I was a guest co-host twice. Oh, okay. Oh, I was right. Crap. Damn yeah. my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I have to look forward to in a few years? Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Professor. We're going to talk a little bit about some past shows and reminisce a little bit. Now we're going to open the floor for our listeners out there because it's open floor here at the Dojo. Give us a call, folks, 347-677-0699. All right. And, uh, weird news. Weird news. Weird news. That's right. Now, weird news. I got a joke that is, is, is inappropriate, but remember, you got to remember, Rusty, your buddy Depp Evans told me I was only borderline, so this is borderline inappropriate, not real inappropriate. Borderline inappropriate, right. (laughs) So I'm going to start off with a joke to sort of set the tone for this weird news. 
football game. Two announcers in the booth. One of the team has his dog as a mascot. Mascot goes out on the field, lays down, starts licking himself. The one announcer says, boy, I wish I could do that. The other announcer looks at him and says, that dog will bite you. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the, the moral of the story is if you if you do something stupid to an animal, expect to be bit. And this is my next right? story. Uh oh, okay. An an intoxicated woman was bitten by a tiger after she broke into a zoo and tried to pet the pet the animal. Can you imagine? Oh, here, kitty, hit. kitty, kitty. Yeah. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Was she drunk? <laughs> yeah, was she drunk? I, yeah. yeah. Yes. No, question, she was. Lady. Oh, okay. That was the whole thing. She, she, was, she was intoxicated. She was Oh, toast. my God. Wow. That, that means alcohol uh, fries your brain, right? <laughs> Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure fried her all right. <laughs> so this woman, Jacqueline, she's 33, reached into the predator's cage after she allegedly entered Henry Dorley Zoo in Omaha, Nebraska. But you, you should know this story, Wayne. Uh, early Sunday, just hours after Halloween had ended. If you pet a wow. tiger, you will most likely get bitten. There was no wow. merciful repeat of Daniel in the lion's den. However, she suffered a severe trauma uh, to her left hand, the Omaha Police Department said in a statement. She was mm-hmm. driven to a hospital by a friend where police said <clears throat> was, was was aggressive and showed signs of intoxication by alcohol or drugs. She was cited for criminal trespass and remained in the hospital for treatment Sunday. The tiger involved wow. was said to be an 18-year-old Malayan tiger called May, according to the zoo. The incident was still under investigation Sunday. Just in case you had any doubt, if you pet a tiger, you will most likely get bitten. What do these people have to investigate? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I know. I mean, she reached in. She was an idiot. She got bit. What's there to investigate? Well, first off, I mean, you know how, how far those things are from the from the cage. You know, the people can see them. She, mm-hmm. <laughs> she had to bend her climb up a mountain to get over yeah, there. Sure. Yeah, right. You big know? dummy. And it was dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <Okay>. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my God! So well, I mean, I hope she's okay. I mean, yeah, you know, I hope she finds a brain. But that's, 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 <laughs> yeah. that's she, definitely, she definitely got a second chance because getting bitten is it should have been so much worse. So right. much worse. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Taking the whole arm off. Yeah, or went for her head. So you know, yeah. it would have it would have been pretty ugly. Huh. <sighs> Okay, well, that was weird news. So let's move on to your entertainment news. I got a question for the group. Has anybody ever seen the TV show Operation Repo? Yes. Once. Yes. Okay. I I watched it for the comedic value. 
just to see the fight and what these stupid rednecks said. Right? <laughs> well, right. <laughs> you remember who Sonia Lopez is? That's the big uh, Hispanic woman with with the ring with the rings coming out of her nose. Big woman. She oh, got yeah, busted. Yeah, yeah. Operation Repo star Sonia Lopez got busted twice taking possessions of a guy's wallet and the three grand that, that was in it. First by wow. surveillance cameras and then by cops. Sonia strolled wow. into Drone Plus last month in L.A., which is an L.A. tech store. Now, here's the first stupid mistake. You walk into a tech store, you better figure they have cameras. Everywhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and you see in the video, she makes a beeline for a wallet left on the counter. Sony made a slick move by knocking the wallet to the ground, then tossing in her purse. She even lingered, obviously, to the security. Uh, I'm sorry. She even lingered, oblivious to the security cameras. The alleged victim wow. told TMZ he had more than $3,000 on him because he was about yeah. to make a purchase. Once he noticed it was missing, he asked the store owner to check the cameras. Mm-hmm. He says the store had Sonia's email address, so he <laughs> reached out and told her he wouldn't press charges if she returned the wallet. When, uh-huh. she, was, when she didn't respond, he went to the cops who told so- Sonia the jig was up. She eventually right. surrendered and was pushed on felony grand theft. Sonia was, was t- tells us she initially planned to return the wallet for a reward, but panicked when she when she didn't see the owner around. So she decided to toss it in the parking garage instead. She claimed she knew she never knew what was inside. Sonia's already pled not guilty. Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> I didn't know what was inside, but I'm going to take the wallet anyway. I know, right? Uh-huh. What, a, what a load of crap. Right, think we the magic in there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some pixie dust in there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, well we have another caller, and I do not yeah. recognize this number. Oh, area code eight six. Oh, you are live on the air with Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? It's Rich, guys. It's Rich Boys. Hey, Rich. Hey, Rich. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for calling, man. You welcome. I almost forgot about your about the show tonight. Oh, Uh, don't worry, me too. I almost forgot. I almost forgot, but I didn't. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad that you uh, that you managed to join us. Rich was yeah. another guest co-host on a on one show and a guest on two shows, if I remember correctly. Yes. So uh, yeah, thanks for I, joining I was a, us. I was a guest on. I was a regular guest on on one other show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. Your show, and uh, yeah. and uh, you were a guest co-host when we had Cynthia Rothrock and everyone on. Right. And, yeah. 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 Cynthia. Yeah. Cynthia yeah, Rothrock and James Wilson. Yeah. That was a that was a fun show. Yeah. It was. <laughs> and the last one. Very cool. The, um, does anybody hear that noise? Yeah, huh? I think it's. Uh, I think it's. It sounds like. Wind. I think somebody's walking outside. <laughs> yeah, I, I can hear that outside. too. I'm I'm Who's not walking, walking outside. outside. <laughs> 
<laughs> Somebody's walking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the past year, reminisce a little bit about what everyone thought was their favorite show or their funniest show or um, favorite forum subject that really struck a chord um, as it uh, as it is with martial arts. So we'll be right back in about four minutes. Don't go away, folks. Awesome. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Dear parents, much of what we learn in this world comes directly from you. Whatever your message is, it will become part of us forever. Please teach us to accept one another. Teach us to respect one another. Please, do not fill our minds with hatred. Do not expose us to bigotry. Do not teach us to judge each other by race, religion, orientation, or the color of our skin. Teach us the concept of tolerance. Teach us to understand one another. Teach us to accept people of different cultures and persons with different beliefs than yours. Please help us to create a world where every man, woman, and child is treated equally. Dear parents, please don't teach us words of hate. We learn from you every moment. If you use certain words which might be hurtful to others, we will repeat that word. Please don't show us acts of hate. If you act against people of different faiths, we will repeat your actions. Dear parents, we are your children. And we are relying on you to help us create a world where every person is tolerant of one another. Inside this little Burbank building, this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts. It, it really reflects on the style and the, the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here. Japan had the samurai. Here we go into our Korean section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime, Enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is C.J. Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest? or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk radio show? If you do, you can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. are back. This is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Restita and Robert, and it is our third anniversary 
episode as of November 11th, which is, when is November 11th? Is that this Wednesday? Let me look at the calendar yeah, here. Yeah, that's this Wednesday. I think it's, yeah, as of this it Wednesday, is. it will be three long years, and uh, it all started back in 2012 with our first episode being on the phone, <laughs> not on Skype. We were both on the phone like we are today. Um, with Guru Lindsay Largusa, and since then, everything just kind of blew up and took off and made lots of great friends and had a lot of great guests, and it, it's just been fun, just been fun. And we recently also just got on the line a frequent guest co-host, <laughs> oh, Michelle Manu. Yeah. How are you doing, Michelle? <laughs> great. Hi, everyone. Hello, hey, Michelle. How are you today? Hello. I'm fine. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Good. We're doing great. We've got, uh, let's do the Mickey Mouse roll call here. We've got yeah, Professor please. Patrick McDaniel on the line with us. We've got uh, Rich Boyce on the line with us. Uh, you, me. Uh, what happened to Lady Lelaine? Is she still on? I'm still here. Hi, oh, okay. She's right there. Hello. Hi, lady. Right there. For some reason, it's not showing up on my little phone screen. And uh, we've got David Reed with us also. I think we've got Master Hello. Reed with us. Are you still there? Hey, yay. Yeah, I'm still here. So we've got, a, we've got a regular party going on over here. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, i got, I got yeah, to start this because awesome I really wanted to introduce her. But we've had a lot of fun with Michelle over the past year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we have. We, some of the best jokes were told at her expense. I must say. <laughs> or sorry, I've, I've, right, Bob. Here we go. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, I missed something. But <laughs> oh, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I remember holy, one. The, the holy balls <laughs> comment with Michelle Tomlinson. And then, of course, the classic I love wood that Bob could not I stop chuckling around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I wish I wish I had a sound bite of that, but I don't. Oh, please, no. <laughs> that was oh, the yeah, funniest. A, oh yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was, was that was pretty funny. But yeah, we've had a lot of we've we've had a lot of great fun um, over here, and that's you know I think that's what. I'd like to think kind of sets our show apart from other interview shows that deal with martial arts. Cause I, you know, I'm not dissing on other martial arts shows. I mean, you know, there are other great uh, martial arts shows on there that deal with MMA and boxing and uh, you know, and, and uh, Taekwondo and stuff like that. Um, however, I found that uh, largely it's a, it, it, it is a, a lot of news and a lot of, uh, inter- uh, straight up interviews, right? Me and Bob love to have fun. We prefer to to interact with our guests as if we're just sitting around having a beer and talking, and uh, you know, and we talk about like we have forum subjects and we we've got entertainment news, both regular entertainment and martial arts entertainment. Um, I think at one point I had talked about doing book reviews, but I couldn't find anyone. I didn't have anyone in mind that, you know, would have the time to, like, read a book about martial arts mm. or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Also, health yeah. news and stuff. So as Bob put it at one point, we're sort of like a martial arts variety show. And, yeah, uh, I have to agree I'm, with that. I, I definitely have to agree I'm with, good that. with that. And, 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 and also, like, you guys, um, you guys don't specify in any, in, in any system – 
you know, on uh, you know, you guys don't uh, like uh, you know stay close to one system or one style. You are open to to everything. Yeah, and they you. honor everything too, which is so great. You know, they yeah. welcome everyone, so it's not. And, yeah, and, and you know what? And it's funny, right? Because um, uh, you know, it's funny that you're on the on the on the show tonight, Michelle, because um, I think it was about a month ago. There was something that was posted on Facebook. It was from it was it, it, it was a video of you. Um, uh, you were doing a seminar, and and it was uh, it was posted by mixedmartialarts.com. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, and yeah. There was a big dispute, <laughs> yeah. and I, yeah. and I had to like, and you know, <clears throat> um, me as a person, and you know, like I have my foundation, right? But I like yeah. I advocate all martial arts. You know, um, and you know, and, and both of you, well, all of you see see that all the time on, on my Facebook. I post stuff mm-hmm. about everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even to the point where like I don't sleep much. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> um, you know, but anyways, you know, like it, I think was, I, I just think it was really it's really awesome that like you know on. Um, you're the kind of, you know, um, you know, um, show that doesn't, you know, um, you know, for one, you guys promote every, you know, promote and, and, and advocate everything, hmm. but you guys also, um, you know, um, are, are like a family, you know, and, and, and I feel like absolute welcomed every time, you know, and it's hmm. awesome. Like as much as I stutter, as much as I, 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 I stumble over my words, like, I feel relaxed, you know. Good, good, good. good. That's, also, that's the whole premise. That's the whole premise uh, behind yeah. uh, the show when we first uh, brainstormed about it. Um, is that we kind of wanted to bring, you know, the martial arts together. I mean, look what we have mm-hmm. here right now. We have Kaju Kembo, we've got Tai Chi, Jeet Kune Do, Kali, Eskrima, Lua, Tang Su Do. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it just it just American everything Kempo. karate, oh yeah, yeah, American Kempo, and you know it's it's you know and all different martial arts. <laughs> you know? And, and, and uh, that's what we want. One one of the things that like one of my one of the things that I've been training in lately is Q show. You know the the the, the oh, focus cool. of pressure, uh, pressure point. point. Yeah, and right. you know, and, and I have to say this right on. Um, you know, there's a lot of the of the so-called McDojos out there and the instructors <laughs> and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, so to speak, right? Now, I was one of those people that I was closed-minded um, to the Q show, but yeah. Edwin K. Parker Sr., the founder of American Kenpo, right, a, 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 an amazing pioneer um, of mm-hmm. martial arts, on um, he, you know, he had said, you know, one of his quotes was, "To hear is to doubt." To see, to see it is to be deceived, but to feel is to believe. And I was in, mm-hmm. I was at a seminar. I was at a big seminar in Hartford, Connecticut, in this past June, and I got knocked out by the by a Kyushu, um oh. technique. It, it was a Kenpo. Um, it was it was a Kyushu infused Kenpo technique, and I believe it now. Wow. <laughs> Oh my God, that'll knock your butt out. <laughs> uh huh. And it was done by by a guy. Um, and I'm gonna say his name. 
Steve Stewart. Steve Stewart's from Canada. He's a eighth degree mm-hmm. black belt in Kenpo, but he's a ninth degree black belt in Kyushu, and he was one of the, the instructors um, at the seminar along with Bill Bill Superfoot Wallace and, and mm-hmm. other people. You know, um, people that you know that are pioneers. You know, um, in in the art. You know. And it was just an, an amazing, you know, thing because you know what? Like it opened my eyes. Like, so I, you know, like yeah, cool. Until I get you to got learn knocked out. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but it was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Rosita. You know, oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But, <laughs> I get but, like, if, you know if, what he meant? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really, it really helped me, you know, to, 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 you know, you know, to have some, um, you know, um, you know, to have another look, you know, to, to stop right. thinking with ego, you know, and mm-hmm. and now I'm like, I love it, you know, good, you know, and, right and that's on. the beauty, you know, Excellent. and eventually I wanted, to, you know, I wanted to learn some, you know, you know, of the system that you that you teach, Michelle, you know, that was really awesome oh. that video. I saw that oh. and I was like, "Wow!" Well, I appreciate She's that. I seminar. <laughs> you know, and I actually Plug have about students now too. So, and there's it's through a pay per view type of. Uh, it's not a download. It's a viewing, unlimited viewing, because you know piracy, of course. But right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not meant to be for the cage. It's beyond the cage. What I'm showing is right. ancient techniques. So, you right. know, all the. PlayStation warrior, amazing people that commented on dissing culture. I mean, you just can't dispute history and culture. That's what I'm showing. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That was one of the things I was talking about in, in that, you know, um, in, in that uh, social media thread, you know, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's historical stuff and, you know, Back then, there wasn't, you know, the MMA. You know, there was no. what you what you were showing, what you were teaching. You know, and you know, but people were seeming seeming to forget that, you know, um, that's not the only thing you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, right. that's absolutely true. And you know, and I didn't expect that to be viewed by over three three hundred ninety thousand people. Or, you know, it's funny. There was no in-between, like, oh, that's kind of cool. It was either this sucks, it won't work, or it's like, thank you, sister, for continuing to show the art. Because if you look at all the stuff on YouTube, it really is just men showing reenactments with certain lessons, not all of them. And so this was actual application. So I'll take the heat any day. I have a calling. I'm going to keep doing it. And I don't really care what anyone has to say about it. It keeps the culture alive. So thank you very much. And that's what a lot of the guys on YouTube are missing out on is that, you know, the culture, you know. And, and, I mean, I I even saw comments about she she isn't teaching Lua. That isn't Lua. Well, what are you (laughs) learning? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, really? What are you learning? You know, Kempo that's being called Lua? You know, True. come on. Yeah. So yeah. It's you know, like, if you, you, if know, you look into the people that are doing that, you're going to find that it's, it's between 13 and, say, 22, 23 years old. That's the, that's the age span of the people that are commenting. Right. Yeah, right. So I never taken a class uh, of yeah. anything before. Hey, you know what, Bob? Uh, it looks like we have another person. Uh, yay! Uh, why don't you, awesome. you hit the button oh. real quick? Why not? I want to hit the button and bring him on. Area code nine eight five. You are live on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? It's Deborah. Hey, <laughs> how you hey. doing? 
I'm doing good. What's up? Well, hey, Deborah, how are you? Story later on. You're going to have to tell me the story later on about why you had to move. But for right now, thanks for joining us. Uh, Deb Evans is a um, is a uh, was a frequent guest co-host. Uh, she was on several shows um, last year and the year before um, on our Women in the Martial Arts and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah thanks for joining us, Deb. Uh, yeah, what, what what did what did Deborah say that insulted me though, Rusty? Remember? Oh, uh, so that you borderline. <laughs> that you were borderline. I was borderline. That you were borderline inappropriate. You know, yes. you know but borderline. Bob wants it? to be all the way. Yeah, Bob <laughs> wants to be all the way inappropriate. I mean, you know, go big or go home, baby. That's that's, that's where he's at. You know. <laughs> it's great, it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But yeah, you know, um kind of back to the the you know, why me and Bob put together the show, you know, you know, was to bring, you know, martial artists together from all arts, all countries, you know, mm-hmm. um uh we've had we haven't yet had very many MMA people on mainly because they're 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 hard to get a hold of. Um, I don't know we very did, many, but I should be able to. We did Carter last time. That's true. That's true. Thank you for thank you for reminding me. And speaking of guests, let me just go down the list as far as the people that we had this year. Uh, we opened the year uh, by having Mr. Justin Harvey joining us, and he is the host of the Justin Harvey Show. Um, that also deals with uh, martial arts. He's a student under Frank Dukes. We also had um, uh, Grandmaster Bram Frank, uh, who's a blade master, uh, joining us. Uh, let's see who else. Master Bob White. That was a great show, yeah. too. Bob White. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. And uh, we also had an. Uh, we also have forum shows, too. We had a um, uh, forum show. That was uh, an episode for kids um, that were Good. that wanted to call in and talk about their martial arts, and um, I think we had uh, uh, we didn't have show. as many kids as I wanted, but that was a that was a fun show. That was um, a fun show. And uh, we also had another forum show that was called "Think Like a Champion" by the kids from the Shugyokan Dojo. Uh, that mm-hmm. that was really cool too because they were talking about how. Their training um, pretty much set up their mindset and their attitude for competition, um, and they're like multi-championship uh, competitors in karate tournaments. So you know they they gave other kids out there and teens as well as adults some some advice on you know how to take their training to uh, uh, another level and um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. We also had Sifu Chris Bato joining us. You're a good friend there, Bob. Uh, uh-huh. We also had an Aikido sensei, Sensei Jamie Zimron, who that was interesting too because you know she's a pro golfer too, and when she teaches wow. golf, she teaches Aikido, and when she teaches Aikido, she teaches golf. So it's you know they kind of like go hand in hand, and she explained to us uh, her teaching method on that. That was really cool. Uh, who else did we have? Let's see. We also That's had uh, Professor. Master Ken. Well, what was that? 2015. That was 2014, that, wasn't what, it? Master, was it? Uh, the Master Ken as yeah. Matt Page. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, awesome. I think we had him in 2014. That was uh, let's talk about that for a second. That was <laughs> we have the to. funniest. That was the funniest show I think we had ever done. <laughs> Dude, I was laughing for three days. We were laughing for yeah, we were laughing for days because what had happened was uh, me and we, me and Bob started and um, when it came time to talk to Master Ken, we called the Ameridote Studio. So we called the Ameridote Studio, and uh, Matt answered. He goes, "Hello," and I said, "Hi, Master Ken." I was <laughs> looking for Master Ken. Hi, is this Master Ken? And he goes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a surprise that he was supposed to be a character. So he was a character for about 20 minutes until me and Bob really couldn't handle it anymore. We were laughing so hard. Um, So so we we had to ask Master Ken. Did we do him twice? Because I saw Bob and I had, had an interview with him too, didn't we? No. That was just once, yeah. And it was and that was that was hilarious. It was so hilarious. We had to ask for Master Ken to put Matt on the phone. And yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, 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 no, don't pull me into that. It was you because you were about to wet yourself. Well, yeah, I said, hey, I was. I was about ready to pee myself. I was like, oh, my gosh, if this was awesome, Master Ken, but I think we should talk to Matt now. Is he available? Can you put him on the phone? And then, you know, Matt, you know changed up and you know and and just some of the great stuff that we heard about uh as far as behind the scenes and stuff such an inform informative yet like completely like you know funny just hilarious just so hilarious oh my god all right so back to 2015 we also had professor daryl Sargent and Tuhon brandon jordan um uh professor daryl uh was the main host is the main host of Modern Combat Masters, the show that I got started on with Blog Talk Radio, and uh, and uh, just that was an incredible uh, show that that really educated uh, the public about uh, Moses Powell's art, Sanukis Root, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was that was really cool. We also had uh, live broadcasts from several tournaments and other events, I'd send Bob out to these events and go, okay, dude, let's do it. And uh, he went out to the Bob and Barbara White uh, Invitational Tournament, and we broadcasted live from there. Um, what else did we broadcast live from? We broadcasted live from... Uh, uh, you did San Diego. Alan Woodman. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I drove down for that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were a guest co-host on that one. And, and our live fans? shows... And Dragon Fest, yeah, Dragon both Fest. Dragon Fests. Yeah. Our live shows are the most fun because we actually get to be right there with the people that we're talking with, um, and to be the people on the street, so to speak. Um, those are those are the funnest shows, you know. And uh, I hope to do more of those this next coming year. So um, now we've also had uh, Master David Reed. On on our yes. show with us and Lady Lelaine who was yes. who was on the same yes. same show and uh, Sifu Clark Tang, they were on our show awesome. also. We also had uh, Grandmaster Tony Collins and uh, he was hoping yes. to call in today, but his whole guy. family. He's a wonderful guy, and he was hoping to call in today and join the party, but his whole family is sick, so guess who has to who has to take care of everybody? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So we also had uh, Master Mikaela Armstrong, 
joining us. Um, and you know, one of the favorite uh, one of the favorite sh- uh, forum shows that um, I personally like to have is our Rant Raven Rap shows, where we just get to like let loose mm-hmm. and, and rant about stuff and. And, and and rave about really cool things and and uh, rave about people and you know it's uh you know th- those are my favorite because we just get to like let it all off our chest <laughs> it's like mm. rah, that kind of thing no so he'll see here who else did we have uh, Guru Rocky Twitchell uh, <laughs> Professor Patrick McDaniel of course yeah I'm, um, I'm right here yep we had another open forum about when does martial discipline become abuse. That was a that was a, a pretty uh, pretty hot topic because you know the the uh, the opinions vary as to you know what's old school and what is abuse, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in this day and age, right? Yeah. Um, we right. also right. yeah we also talked to the very lovely Gloria Hendry. Um, mm-hmm. That was another great guest. Um, martial arts then and now was another forum. Uh, a forum subject. Um, Great subject. Uh, what's that? Great t- subjects. Everything oh. was in your name. It's just like, what a great year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has Yeah, been. it was terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Robert Goldman was another guest of ours. And uh, Randy King of KPC Self-Defense, he was another fun guy. And I, I, I want to talk a little bit about Randy King. I want to send a shout-out to him up in Canada. Um, I don't remember how I stumbled upon his videos, but he's got a video blog. And um, he – I forgot the subject of the video that I clicked on. I just clicked on it because it was something like, you know, why martial artists suck or something something like that. <laughs> why politics – no, why politics suck in the martial arts – so I, I listened to it, and it was hilarious, but true to life. And I said to myself, yeah. I must get a hold of this guy. I must. So I contacted him, and uh, he agreed to be on our show. And, and we pretty much did another video podcast that night because we were bitching and moaning and raving about, like, you know, everything that that can go right, right. in martial arts as well as what can go wrong in martial arts. I, I really love that. Um, mm. Dragon Fest, I, you know, another shout-out about Dragon Fest. It's our second one that we did this year. Bigger um, yeah. and, and better, it seemed, and that was so much fun. We also had Grandmaster Mark Shuey joining us. Um, we also had the whole, not the whole cast, uh, but most of the cast of the martial arts kid uh, joining us um, different times during the year. We also had uh, producer and director Art Camacho joining us. Awesome. Uh, and that, that was, was in fun. September. That was fun. And uh, Michelle Tomlinson, uh, actress Michelle Dom- uh, Tomlinson joined us. We had another foreign subject, uh, forum subject called What's in a Name? And that regarded the uh, titles in the martial arts. Um, and then, of course, we had Mr. Rich Boyce joining us, another forum subject called Mind, Body, Spirit. And uh, just lately this month, we've had uh, Andrea Harkins joining us. That was our last guest. And here we are today. And what a great year. And, and I talked to Trace Magellis, and he said that he would absolutely love to um, have an interview 
by you guys. That um, would be great. Both, Thanks for you, yeah. Um, he, he said that um you know that it, it, you know him and Paige would be both honored. You know. Um, oh good. Both of them, both of them together, probably have um over eighty um world titles. They're I'll absolutely bet. phenomenal, I'll bet. and they're only nineteen years old. So yeah. that's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. you know, you know what I like about some of the XMA people is that you know, especially Trace, just by watching him move, you can tell he has a background in traditional art, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's, it, it, I mean, it's obvious that he's got a background in traditional art, that he's not just all jumpy, fancy-dancy, right. that when he lands, he's strong, he's stable, and he's got solid technique. And, I, you know, what I want to talk to him about when we, when we get the uh, schedule for the rest of uh, November and December down, is, uh, you know, how he balances that. Because in Wushu, I meet a lot of people that are just the fancy-dancy or mm-hmm. are too much stability-grounded-based to be able to pull off the Wushu. So it, it, it's hard right. to to balance the two. So I kind of want to get his take on that. But, that yeah, thanks that, for that posting that info. Talk, you know that specific topic about you know Wushu and um, and the XMA. That would be a good topic for for Christine Bin and mm-hmm. Rodriguez because her background is not only um, you know we all know that that she was one of the top fighters um, in the world um, and she's mm-hmm. a nine time Waco champion, but she her background is in American Kenpo and Wushu. Right. Right. Exactly. And uh, she was doing Wushu in, in uh, what I call the classic era in the right. 80s and the early 90s. And that was uh, that was a, a pivotal point in Wushu where it started coming into the mainstream uh, very slowly in the United States. And she was one of the very few um, people that uh, that brought Wushu to the forefront. I mean, you know, Cynthia Rothrock did too. Um, but yeah, but she, she kind of put it on the map. She was one of the people that kind of put it on the map. Um, so yeah. So thanks for post posting that, uh, uh, info on, on my timeline there, Rich. So I've just, I just met, I, uh, Trace had just got back to me on, on messenger. And he, he's actually in Indiana right now at a dojo teaching uh-huh. a seminar. Oh, um, right on. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about, shoot, what was I going to say? Oh, Christine Bannon. Did we have her on as a guest or was that on Mortal yeah. Kombat? I don't re- Yeah, we had Christine on last year, right? Yes, that's right. That's right. I think we had her on last year. That was, that was a great, uh, that was a great, uh, great show. Oh, yeah. I'm still I'm still trying to get a hold of Kathy Long. I want her I want her on our show. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get um, a hold of I've got her uh, I've got her uh like private email, so I guess I'll just try that. So I'll try to get a hold of her and see if we can get her before the before the new uh before the new year. So we'll try that. So um, Yeah, but there's you know, there's uh there's uh there's a lot of great martial artists out there that Bob and I want on the show. Uh, but keep in mind, listeners, you know, we're not just looking for, you know, the big names. We're looking for the people that are, you know, just like, you know, all of us here right now, you know, the yeah. everyday people that love our art, that have a passion for what we do and, and want to help 
people realize their uh, power through martial arts. You know, right. we're not big old, Absolutely. we're not like rich. Speaking of, the average, <laughs> speaking of average people, um, so to speak, you know, there's a there's a girl I was talking about her um, when when I was guest hosting, um, and mm-hmm. um, her name is Sammy Roberts. Her nickname is is the MMA brat. Now she's the MMA brat. <laughs> yes, that's her nickname. Yes, um, and um, she was gonna call in that time, but but then uh, we were um no, it was actually when we were t- when when um it was when you guys were interviewing me and Shona Carter was 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 online, um and um but I was talking about Sammy Roberts. Do, do you guys remember that I was talking about Sammy Roberts? Um, oh, yeah. She's from West Virginia, yeah. and she's um, now she's young. She's like seventeen, I think, um, or, or or eighteen. But um, she she herself had um, you know um, a, a radio talk show, um, and she was doing interviews, and um, you know, but she trains in in, in jujitsu, and she trained, and she also trained in uh, has trained in on. Um, uh, Chuck Norris's system, um, the, the, oh, the Chuck Sudo? Wando. Oh, the ch- uh, no. Yeah, the, the Chuck Norris system, yeah. Yes, the yeah. Chuck Norris system, um, Chuck uh, Kwando or something. I can't remember the name of it. But, um, but yeah. Chuck Norris. Yeah. Huh? It's Chuck Norris. Didn't Chuck Norris say, oh, study yeah, tank? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he studied Sudo, but then I think he came up with his own, his own, Method, right? Right. Yes, he did. Well, what's it called, um, uh, Master David again? Chung Kuk Do. There we go. That's okay. what I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I kind of want to like pose a question out there since we're kind of talking about the show. Let's start with Bob. Bob, um, your all-time favorite episode mm. out of all the three years. All-time favorite. <laughs> I know, it's a tough question, isn't it? Because it's been like, how many shows? I think we did a count, and it was like 200-something-something-something-something. I don't remember how many episodes we did. (laughs) (laughs) 200-something. I don't remember. (laughs) Bob, you there? Bob, did we lose Bob? I'm here. I'm sorry, I'm muting myself. I'm here, I'm here. Oh, okay. He's here, he's here. All-time favorite uh, episode that we did. What do I've you got. Think? I've really got two. Uh, the mm-hmm. funniest, the absolute funniest one we ever did was Master Ken. Yes, yes. Rolling on yes. the floor, except when Michelle said she liked wood. I could not. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest. Well, I do. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, we we know you do. You you told everybody you did. <laughs> and I was referring to my weapons for people that don't didn't hear the show. I, 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 I thought you were referring to your to your, to your never mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to think of nice way to, to say <laughs> She wasn't around when we were talking about bags of dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. we were. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Talking oh, about wow. yeah. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Here we go. Uh, but my, so what was my the other, other one? all-time favorite show was uh, Ed Parker Jr. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. A, that was a cool one. 
That was a that cool was a one. Good um, let's see. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I. I think. I'd have to say I have like close to close to three. Um, mm. I mean the the first episode definitely is it, it is a is a given. So I'm not even going to count that. Mm. Uh, Master Ken definitely, <laughs> definitely, um, and the other one. I forgot what year it was, but I remember we did one called Pet Peeves of Martial Artists. Mm. Um, oh, and I thought, I thought that was, I thought that was uh, pretty fun too, because it was, yeah. it, it, it turned into like pretty much ranting. Um, <laughs> yes, and did. it was, it did. And, and, and some people came up with, with stuff that, that, that I do a part two. didn't even think about, but we I know all of us were nodding like, yeah, that pisses mm-hmm. me off too, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You should do a part so, two to that. Totally. We should. We should yeah. because, you know, it's been a whole, like, year. So <laughs> there's a lot of other stuff <laughs> that can that – can, uh, uh, that can be uh, talked about. And the other one, the other favorite episode I had was our very first anniversary episode. That was oh, that was so much um, fun. Yeah, the very first one, we had so a bunch cool. of people call in. That, that oh, was uh, yeah. like kind of like today. We had a bunch of people call in just to say hello, happy anniversary, and stuff like that. And it was it was yeah, that was so much fun. So. Yeah, and, and was, I really, I cool. and to be honest with you, I really can't say much, you know, because um, you know I just started doing the show thing with you guys, so I I didn't know about it prior, so it wouldn't be fair to say the last, you know, the last two, you know. Right. It, <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't be fair. For right now, they're your they're they're your favorites. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Very cool. But but I do gotta say. <laughs> That it was absolutely hysterical when Cynthia and and I were trying to when when um when I was messaging her about um mm-hmm. you know do do you guys remember remember that conversation about yeah. I was messaging her about uh, about the show and then she she messaged me her number and I called her on her cell phone not no you know we both were like wait a minute wait what. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> They're supposed to call the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was. It was. I definitely felt awkward. <laughs> but you know, it was. It's so cool that like the Cynthia is so down to earth. You know. She, mm-hmm. You know, the cool thing about a, a lot of you know famous martial artists, they're so down to earth that they're not like you know, um, other, you know, celebrities that are like, stay away, stay away, you know, fans, uh, you know, you know. Yeah, like the prima donnas. You know? I, 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 yeah. I, can't, I can't stand the prima donnas, you know, and it's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I think we're starting the pet peeves of martial artists right now. Yeah, here's part two. Right. Why don't we... Well, why don't we why don't we go ahead and just start it? Why not? Let's have fun with it. It's you know it's open mic night. So pet peeves of martial artists. That's one of mine. The prima donnas. The prima donnas. Do you know who I am? No, I don't. So that's mm-hmm. nor do I want to. Yeah, it's like that's you know it. what yes. you know. 
But, uh, and, you know, and I keep, I keep having to tell the story because it really like it rubbed me the wrong way. It was like, it was the, not the, yeah, it was this last, uh, Masters Hall of Fame. Um, somebody managed to break through the doors before we even opened, right? I mean, me and Bob are running around trying to put table tents together. We're like, ah, and this guy comes in and he's like, excuse me, where's my table? And I'm like, what? I have no idea wow. where your table is, you know, and, and I said, you know, who's your ambassador? And he had no idea. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, well, you know, seating doesn't start un- until like, I don't know, 6.30 or, or 6 o'clock or whatever, right? And yeah. then he goes, do you know who I am? And I looked around. I looked around the room. There's no one else in the room except me, Bob, and, you know, and, and Sensei Dai and, you know, and, and stuff. And I'm like, mm, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. And, we haven't started yet. <laughs> you know, Cynthia Rothrock is outside. She's waiting to get in. You know what? Frank Dukes is outside. He's waiting to get in. Um, maybe you should wait outside. <laughs> Like, yeah. I have no idea who you are. And if Cynthia is waiting outside, if Lisa King is waiting outside, if Don Wilson is waiting outside, you can wait outside. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, my gosh. What about you, Bob? <laughs> Pet peeve. <laughs> you do know I've always hated that one. I've yeah. always hated yeah. You know who I am. That happened real recently to one of us uh, last day or so. Do you know mm-hmm. I don't care. And you know what? These people, and what really upsets me is these people aren't used to the people who don't care. If you're <laughs> yeah, a nice guy, it's true. I care. Very true. Yeah. They're, yeah, you know, they're not Don used Wilson's to the, the, you know, a nice guy. I care. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Bill yeah. Wallace, he's a nice guy. I care. And he's funny as fuck, too. And he's yeah, funny. He he, and, yeah, you know, he's hilarious. One thing I got to say about him, he. You know his face, the the funny faces that he makes, and the sticking the tongue out. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, and then like um, <laughs> back in June, we, I was at the seminar. I was talking about the one where I got knocked out at, and um, I had a couple of friends there. Uh, they weren't participating in the seminar because they they didn't pay, so they so they were just able to watch whatever. Um, uh-huh. But like one of them was like kind of being like um, he, he he was like he was trying to be impressive and he but he wasn't able to train he wasn't able to 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 be on the on the mat you know and he was starting to piss Bill Wallace off and I just um, <laughs> right bad idea, bad idea you know and um, so basically what happened um, he um, he. Met the guy in the in the head a little bit, you know, like a like a tap, and this sticks tongue out, and a bunch of us just started laughing so hard, but I fell to the floor. And then the, 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 one of the other things that I, I I think is absolutely hilarious is the fact that he lives in Florida, and mm-hmm. during the winter, because he doesn't get snow because he's in Florida, uh, he like. He like picks on everybody else that gets snow, and he's like, mm-hmm. he, and, and you know, like he, I don't know if you ever guys have seen his posts about you know like, oh, you know, you know, like places you know we're getting you know five six feet of snow, and he's like, yeah, I'm a little chilly, you know, it's seventy five degrees out. That's 
Right. You know yeah. what? He's pretty much like summer's uh, Wayne, day in Wayne Seattle. has been on this show so often. Wayne, what was your favorite show that you know of? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I have one single favorite. I, I like the Master Skin show. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I really don't know. I really don't have a... Oh, really a number one. I love them all for you know different little different mm-hmm. little things that were in it. Mm-hmm. I, I think but the I one you did with John Wilson that was a good show. That was a good one. That all right. There you go. That was a good one. We had a blast on yeah. that show. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, the time Don that I couldn't he... make it in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. One thing. One thing yeah. I love about Don Wilson is that uh, he loves to talk about his his, his fight. She's got like, her TV on. <laughs> I have no got idea, TV but on. man. <laughs> I thought mine She's was bad earlier. Someone's got their TV on. So I got their TV on. on. <laughs> oh. Well, let's uh, yeah. let's move on as far as, like, pet peeves. How about we talk well, about that the one. pet peeves of martial artists? Yeah, there's one. <laughs> Echoes. <laughs> what about you, Wayne? What's one of your – well, wait, we, we didn't hear from Bob yet, right, about his pet peeves. Yeah. Well, that's really my biggest one. You know who I am. The egotist right. in, in the industry just sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Wayne? Martial art pet peeves. Pet peeves. Martial art pet uh, peeves, yeah. Just uh, make dojos. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's make a good dojos, one. I'd have to say. Yeah. A big professor, one for professor. me. Oh, uh, go uh, ahead. What's that? Uh, no, I, I was going to say a big one for me is the fanboys. The fanboys that don't Right. Train. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yep, I, I What's agree one of your you pet peeves, <laughs> My pet peeves? Yeah. yeah. I, would have, I would have to say, like he said, McDojo. And the other one that bugs me is um, going to a tournament and a six-year-old with a black belt walks up to me and asked me and got mad because I didn't bow to him. What? 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 Back up. Back up. Oh. Oh, tell us the story. Tell us the story. Yeah. Back up. It's happened wow. a few times. I've been to I've been to tournaments when I first started training, and I remember um, I was like a green belt, and there was this little kid who was like who was like six years old wearing a black belt, and he's like, "You got about of me," you know, and I was like, "Okay," he was like, "Whatever." <laughs> And, he had no clue that you outranked him by like how many, how many? Yeah, and then degrees? now, yeah, and then now what happens is, is I get that a lot where um, I see this at tournaments where little <coughs> kids have high rank, and I'm a, I'm kind of I don't think that we should do that. I think we should give junior rank up until a certain age exactly. and then promote them. I agree. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've got a couple. I've got a couple that were black belts, you know, under the age of twelve, and uh, I can guarantee you they don't have any kind of rights like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I mean, it's like junior I, rank. Ah, uh, six-year-old, six-year-old kids belt. have no clue, though. They just know that they have yeah. a black belt and that everyone else has to bow to them. They have no idea what degrees mean. Well, the only yeah, thing they know is what they see and what they're, what they're told, you know. Exactly. So they see exactly. their instructor acting that way, so they act that way. Exactly. Uh, I, and I still, I mean, they have is, to. Is that yeah. They don't understand what it means to be a black belt. 
Yeah. Exactly. Then they shouldn't yeah. have one. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. exactly. Exactly. It's like, I don't know. I mean, it's like that kid should have been bowing to you. Kowtowing. Yeah. Kowtowing. Our on kids, his knees, our kowtowing. kids where, I'm, where I'm training now, they, uh, that, that's a big thing with them is respect. And, uh, the instructor, you know, he lets them know it's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know, you don't walk up to anybody, you know, older than you and and start, you know, making all these demands and things like that. You have no right. right? To You're a child. You're a junior right. black belt. Wow. Yeah. That's, okay. that's Here's the one that. I was looking for, Rusty. What the that? hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. What the <laughs> What about what about you, Professor Patrick? What's one of your pet peeves? Well, the the strongest one for me is what you guys just covered, and that's what I was going to mention is is the uh, you know the, the underage black belt. That's you know to me that's just very out of martial arts character uh, because it represents maturity and responsibility. And if, if your parents go on a date and you have to have a babysitter, you shouldn't have a black belt. Right. Wow. I like that. I like that. If you if you need I mean, a babysitter, you shouldn't have a black belt. Exactly. I like yeah. that. I, I do. I I like that. <laughs> I'm serious because it's like if you think about it, the latchkey kids. I, I've taught a lot of latchkey kids, um, and the majority of them, um, by the time they were 17, got their black belts, and they displayed every inch of respect. Integrity, honor, exactly. uh, on, honor, responsibility. Exactly. Yep. Um, and uh, community I was service. A yeah. We yeah. I was kids. a latchkey kid. A lot of us in the, in the 60s and 70s, a lot of us were were latchkey kids, and we we had to learn to obey the rules without the parents being in the house. We had we had to understand yeah. how important it was, and it was very important. We understood why it was important, so it gave us a sense of of young responsibility and. Mm-hmm. Trust between the children and the parents. You know, it was, it was mm-hmm. a mutual trust. So by yeah. the time I was 17 is when I was giving my black belt as well. You know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the yeah. black belt represents maturity. It represents experience. It represents going mm-hmm. through the tunnel, that dark tunnel, and trying to find the light that makes sense that, so you understand what the, what the martial arts concept is. And that's what, what you guys have been talking about earlier, you know? And so that's mm-hmm. what that black belt means, man. You know, you your, your your eyes are closed, but then they're awakened. They're awakened because you have gone through that dark tunnel and you've learned what it takes to actually understand that light when it when it's on. If you can turn exactly. the light, if you didn't go through what it takes, you can see stuff and don't understand it. You know. Mhm. Well, if you right, can see and understand please. it, then then you've got a you've got a you know a good candidate for a black belt. You know, and, right. and right. the money the money thing. If you can if you can pay for it and get it, well, that is just total disrespect to martial arts. Yeah. yeah. That's the same thing. Yeah. yeah just like, like the the um the people that are wearing you know tenth degree black belts um you know it, it, you know they have, have you know five ten degree black belts well. and like you know seven you know you know seven ninth degree black belts like and they're like forty twenty five yeah. thirty years old you know, yeah that's that, right. I see them at thirty yeah the yeah, yeah. I've seen thirty old. year old people right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've see, seen thirty-year-old people wearing seventh degrees, and that's exactly. like really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? I'm Come thirty-two, on. right? I'm thirty-two I'm years old, right? I turned 52 and I've been training since I was. Huh? Oh, right on. Um, I tr- I turned fifty-two this year. I started training 
uh, back in 1970, just I think it just turned 1976, and I've got my seventh degree, but I'm 52 years old. You know, right. I, you know, I, right. I don't understand. Right. I don't, and, and they try so hard to make everything sound legit. You know that that happened to them to get this belt, but you know yep. I'm, I'm sorry, no, 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 no. Yeah, oh, you know there's that like, there's that saying: if you can afford it, we will award it. Exactly. <laughs> See, I know, I know I people that have done that and have yeah. witnessed them yeah. do that. Had people come I mean, from Chicago, some some dojo organization up that way, uh, come up here and paid them for a sixth degree in Shotokan, and they've never studied one Shotokan form. That I just, I just happened, I I just happened to catch the last end of what they had said about uh, uh, the sixth degree. And I thought, well, this dude's a Taekwondo instructor. What, do you, what does he right. do? You know, that's, a, that's Shotokan. He doesn't even yeah, do Shotokan. Yeah, how does that work? So hey, I asked one of his top does, black belts, wow. one of his top black belts about mm-hmm. it, and he said they just that's just something that they don't really talk about. Like, of course. You don't talk about it. You see wow. it. Your instructor is, is paying people to come from another state to your state and, and then be awarded a black belt, uh, you know, six, seven, three, whatever it was, in that style. You know, and wow. you don't question that when you don't teach, when you don't train in in uh, Shotokan. Granted, some of the That's some nuts. of the forms are similar, but come on. Right, right. But yeah. still, that's yeah. one of the that's things I think really gets to me the most. You know, still fall under that McDojo, you. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, exactly. well, I'm 32 years old, right? I'm 32 years old, okay? Um, I've been training since I was three years old, so that's 29 years. I have a fourth-degree black belt in American Kento, but I have a, I also have a fourth-degree black belt in Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, and I've been doing it my whole life. You know, um, on the other yeah, side, I, I also understand. Years. Huh? I said, that's just, that's just like my 44 years it took to get from white belt to seventh degree. 44 years. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's right. legitimate. That's right. You know, that's legitimate. Exactly. You know, like, um, and, like, put it this way, right? Um, and, I, and, I, and I mentioned this, you know, in, if, you know, when I was a guest, you know, I, I talked about a little bit about my history, you know, and, and it, um, you know, that like, um, you know, my whole life has been about martial arts, everything, you know, um, and you know, like I dedicated everything. Like I don't work right now, and I dedicate my my my, my martial arts. I mean, my life to my martial arts. You know, I um, you know, I grew up, you know, in a kind of a screwed up. You know, way you know, because I grew up in a motorcycle club. You know, I'm a recovering addict. You know, um, you know, and I persevered through all that. But the um, thank you, and um, you know, the the thing is, is that like, um, you know, being able, you know, the understanding that like, not you know, not giving up, and persevering, and like you know, self worth, and like confidence and courage, like all those are amplified because of what I went through. Because yeah. of my martial arts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. And, right. And now, I want to get a lady's perspective. I want to actually go yeah, to the lady. Yeah, let's move on to lady because we've only got 10 minutes. So let's, we've only got 10 minutes. So let's move on to lady as far as pet peeves. Lady? 
the lady. That was more like Jerry Lewis. <laughs> I know. I'm the last one because I don't really have much. Oh. <laughs> Let's say, okay. um, hmm. Wannabes? <laughs> wannabes. Okay, that's, oh, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Wannabes. Wannabes. Those are the ones that promote She's themselves. She's dying. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wannabes. Those are the ones that promote themselves to like 50-degree black belt when they're 22. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? Oh, uh, we'll see. Now, I'm not as lady as ladylike as lady is, so <laughs> I'm going to say this as nicely as I can, which I've been trying to find the words while everyone's been talking. Hopefully, I was hoping you weren't gonna call, wasn't gonna call on me, but it's all of these <laughs> halls of fame that are popping up, and you too can just click box that nice little title of master, and ta-da, you get an award as a master when you know you're not even a sensei. So I have wow. some huge issues with uh, yep. all these awards, and it, you know what, it, whether it's the wannabes or the six-year-old with the black belt, it all comes down to this commercialization of greedy egos in the martial arts trying to make money. And there are people that will pay for it. So this is the same thing. Exactly. These halls of fame where you can just buy whatever you want. I and mean, Aloha can strip my rank because I will handle my business on the street. And see, that's where the right. difference is. These people want these. It's like buying a PhD. It's like, why would yeah, you yeah. do that? You know, exactly. it's some Find level of right? accomplishment, right? It's that's just called yeah. your employer, that you've reached a certain level, and, you know, and that's, that's what you, you have your bachelor's, you have your master's, you have your PhD. Well, I mean, if you have a seventh degree black belt, regardless of what age you are, you better be able to back it up. But to Definitely. stand up there and just be nominated for a Hall of Fame, no matter which one it is, be nominated as a sensei, but you're not, you're just starting to teach and then accept the, right, the title right. of master, it, it makes it. me yep. want to vomit. Yeah, I'll have so to, you know, and, and a, lot of these, a lot of these organizations are what they call uh, rank recognition uh, yeah. organizations, and many of them are overseas. India, mm-hmm. Pakistan, you know, places like that, right? Where, you know, you could be like a, you know, 15-year practitioner and then all of a sudden, hey, look at that. I got promoted to grand master mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. you know, of my own art, which is, you know, really just, you know, the art you had been doing, but since I'm doing it, it's my own art. That's kind of what it is <laughs> overseas. Let me put my name on it and become like, it's okay. Yeah, well, and, and, right. and, you know, like, you guys have seen that, that thing on Facebook and on social media about that guy that has, like, you yeah. know, 55 or 72 black something. belts or something like that. Like I think it was, and like, he's only in his, And he's only in his 40s. He's, like, 40, yeah. 45, right. 46. Right. 45, and he's a black belt in MMA. He's a black – I didn't know you yeah. could get one in yeah. MMA. He's a <laughs> wow, black belt cool. in MMA. Wow, cool. I know. I'm not getting one. Yeah, he's a black belt in, like, police baton tactics, uh, a black belt wow. in war in in uh, warfare. Good for him. Good for no him. freaking joke. He's a black belt in warfare. Really? Yeah. Warfare? Let's have you talk to someone in the military, and let's let's see how that works out. And, hey, you know, he's what I mean? a full of shit. He's How does full it work of shit, out and I know this for a fact, <laughs> because there is, there is no belt system in, in the military combatives. 
military yeah. combatants. That's, there are there are not. three levels. <laughs> there's military. Um, for example, right? Um, just for uh-huh. army, right? There's the army combatants number one. Army combatants number two. Army combatants number three. And then there's the special forces combatants, which is a whole nother level. Um, but there is absolutely no whatsoever, no no rank whatsoever. Well, they there don't is do now. He created it. Well, he created yeah. it, so of course there is a black yeah. belt. Yeah, yeah, he's still the president. 49.99. That is minimum. He changed that name up and made it his. Yep, exactly. Yep. It was, But you know what got me was the black belt in, in, uh, in police in baton or something oh, like that. Baton. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, really? In fact, I'm I'm gonna try to. Uh, I want to look this guy up here, just because. Well, can I say I, something I while you're looking him up? How did sure. you like after you receive that award as like Grandmaster or Master or Supreme Supreme uh, Golden Grandmaster from all yeah. of these other non-accrediting, <laughs> you know, halls of fame? Well, I mean, how do you go back to your serious teacher, your Grandmaster, or my Alohi and say, oh, look, I'm a Supreme Platinum Gold Super Grandmaster now. I mean, you know, he I was love my ass. To people and talk to him. <laughs> I have done that a couple of times. Looked him up and actually gone and talked to him, and you know, just to see what kind of knowledge that they have. And it's sad. It is so sad. Yeah, but then they go on yeah. the TV and radio, and I'm a Super Supreme Grandmaster, and it just yeah, gets further. Yeah, yeah. It makes me want to throw up some more. And well, I'm not the even school drinking, that I was talking know? about like, earlier. There, yeah. There's one of yeah. their students that's a friend of mine that knows how I feel about that kind of stuff started posting Grandmaster in front of his, his name. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Of, I hate of, that. Like me, I have, I have Sensei. Sensei Wayne Roddy. That's it. Our school, we we go by the old Okinawa's of, you know, first through fifth, and then you have three mm-hmm. promotions after that, Rinchi, Kyoshi, and Hanshi. That's it. There are right. no promotions in our stuff from that point on. Yeah. You know, well, we didn't create anything in there. We just had it, too. What's that? <laughs> well, you just make them up and start charging for them, you know, like everyone else. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I can't, uh, you know, I can't really find the uh, the exact guy, but I'm sure you guys have seen it. Some big guy, you know, that kind of thing um, that had, like, uh 70-something, 70-something. Can I? Send me his name. I'll I'll send a message. Hey, you guys, what about the show you did that a couple of months ago where somebody brought up those enormous size certificates, those certifications that were like four by six feet? Oh, Jesus. Those those things are hilarious. It was a poster. <laughs> oh my right. goodness. <laughs> right, right. How many these people have to put all these posters in when they have 37 degrees in their style? You know? <laughs> <laughs> we need four rooms. You have to have four rooms. We don't need any wallpaper, that's for sure. I guess that's oh, funny. I'll have to size that matters, right? Right, right. Absolutely. We are. This is a great uh, we are. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do. A, uh, we're gonna have to do a separate program on uh, a part two. On we need the, to do another uh, one of those. Um, the. Um, Hangouts or hideouts or whatever that thing was we did. But oh yeah, the hangout, the video hangout. hangout. Yeah, yeah, we need to do that sometime. Yeah. yeah, I think we should. I think we should do that with the with the. Uh, uh, uh,
that. So, yeah, we'll do that with the pet peeve show. So, yeah. all right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining in. Happy third Thank anniversary. You. Yay! Yay! Yay. Yay. Here's Joy. You know there's going to be a, you know gonna be a big, huh? I've got what? the challenge out to you. Remember that by Tuesday. I I know. <laughs> yep, I've got Good it. I've got one. it. Yeah, well, we well, love you, figured out. Vita. Love Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye, Michelle. Bye, everybody. Bye, 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 bye now. Bye. Bye. bye.